It's November 30th, 2009. I'm Valerie in Toronto. And for National Podcast Post Month, this is No Mood Swing. Hey, so here we are. November 30th, the last episode of No Mood Swing. Wow. (coughs) Um, I'm pretty much in the same place, I guess, that I was when I recorded the mission statement. Lo, this month ago. And my first impression is, holy crap, did that month go fast. I can't believe how fast this month has gone. And it it wasn't all that hard finding uh, episodes things to put in episodes. You may have noticed that I may not have been the pickiest ever selecting stuff for episodes, but still, um, I wasn't really scrambling. About half of it, I think, was stuff that I had planned to do beforehand. Oh, hello, wind. And about half was stuff that just came up out of nowhere. like the Paul Schaefer thing and the Beat Poet thing and the Lee's Palestine going down. Like, I didn't see that stuff coming. So, it was a great exercise to like, you know, if something comes up, we'll go, go, record, record. I also noticed that this was, this podcast series ended up being kind of particularly female-centric somehow, and uh, which is fine, <laughs> but that's good. Um, I, if you don't know me, you would think, well, yeah, you're female, so of course it would be. But it's usually, usually doesn't have a specifically female point of view when I do my other podcast, so that was kind of interesting. I guess that sort of makes sense in a way, considering the... Uh, title. Um, Though we all know boys can have mood swings too. Um, Now back to the title. I gave you a little bit of a story behind the title when I did the mission statement. Actually when I was right here where I am right now in Yorkville. Um, Well here's, here's a little more detail and if you've listened to my other podcast before you'll get a little bit of a repeat and a little bit of a tiny mini sequel. So it's like this. <clears throat> there was this guy, well, still is, he still exists, but there is this guy who lives not here, <clears throat> rather far away. And I had kind of a thing for him, okay? And I was attracted to him. And uh, uh, in the summer, uh, he was in this area, and uh, we spent some time together, and I kind of confronted him with how I felt, and he rejected me. (coughs) Said, um, I'm really sorry, but I, I don't think about you as much as you think about me. Which, now I look back at it, is not a terribly legitimate excuse 
because it's entirely likely that I probably think about a lot of people more than they think about me. But that's a whole other thing. But anyway, he's got his reasons, which I don't know about. And so, fine. So then a couple days later, he meets up with this girl that he used to be with, and they basically reunited. And it seems like, to hear him tell it, he kind of was falling kind of hard there, and he saw this as like uh, a new chapter in his life, a new path for him, and that was good. It was kind of, you know, kind of had to deal with that in my own head, but the, you know, great for him. And, um, and so he went off to where he lives, <clears throat> and then a couple months later he came back. Actually, it's the last time I was in Ohio, because on the way back up uh, on Boston Buffalo, I, uh, I saw messages from him on Twitter saying that he was in Toronto uh, that day, and did he you know, want to meet up with anybody or whatever? Is there anything to do? And um, I was like, well, that's odd, because she isn't in Toronto. She's somewhere in the general geographic area, but she's not in Toronto. And uh, I was like, hmm. And, oh, and I tried to respond. God damn construction up here. I tried to re respond, but it didn't work out uh, with Wi-Fi. Some, someone doesn't have Wi-Fi. I didn't have Wi-Fi. He didn't have Wi-Fi. Or possibly would rather have not seen me. And considering what happened, why he was actually there, I can kind of understand that. He went to Toronto uh, to, to meet up with his boys, his friends in town, but also uh, to get away from her because she had told him it was just a mood swing. Yeah, he had come kind of far and spent a fair bit of money and that's what happened. And so he basically came here to lick his wounds, essentially. Um, so, it, so I would either be <laughs> the first person he would want to see or the last person he would want to see. And I'm kind of betting on the latter. So, youch, huh? And so, uh, to do that to him, it was just, man, you know? <clears throat> that, that's the kind of shit that makes guys like not like women and not trust women and be, you know, what we think the worst of guys are. I mean, it's shit's like that that like fuck it up for the rest of us, eh? Ooh. But, you know, uh, on second thought though, I wondered, you know, maybe she did that because she didn't think she deserved him. And if I'm really honest about how I handled things when I expressed my feelings to him, I didn't really do it as well as I could have. I didn't really step up. And that I don't think that that's not entirely the reason why it didn't work out. But still, I think somewhere deep down inside, I kind of screwed it up because maybe I thought that I didn't deserve him either. So, you know, this doesn't help him out much, does it though?
when's this bastard gonna find some chick who actually thinks she deserves him? Um, maybe he has found that person as I speak, for all I know. Um, but still. So what I want to leave you with <clears throat> is don't fuck yourself up, okay? Um, I believe we all have this in us that we have a wish to suffer. And you're going, what? It's ridiculous. Well, no, not consciously, but unconsciously, I think. We have a wish to suffer. As soon as we get out of the womb, we want to get back in. We want everything our way and given to us, and when it doesn't work out, we beat ourselves up. And we beat other people up while we're beating ourselves up. And they get the shrapnel, they get the collateral damage. And that's the basis, I think, for all the bad shit that happens, be it something small or something major. So, you know, if you want something, somebody, some situation, um, well, this seems kind of typical and cliche, but go for it. Don't think that you don't deserve it because at best you'll be half-assed and at least, at, what? At, at best you'll be half-assed and at the worst you'll, you might hurt people, uh, not just you. So keep that in mind, okay? That's kind of what I want to leave you with and I'm hoping I can remind myself that as well. Um, so I'll leave you, leave you. Well, first let me tell you, that uh, um, the blog is uh, still going to be up, uh, nomoodswing.blogspot.com. Um, also, the, uh, I've posted the episodes to Internet Archive. God bless it, Internet Archive. So you can always find them there. Um, okay, now what I'm going to leave you with is uh, the music you've been hearing all month. The opening music and the closing music. It actually comes from the Internet Archive, so it's public domain, so no worries about me not asking permission. By the way, thank you to the people whose permission I did not ask so I could share their stuff. But this one I didn't have to worry about because I found it on the Internet Archive. It's an old song by Edith Piaf. Who knows a little something about this romance stuff? <laughs> and it was a song called Padam Padam. And I will have a link. Uh, to an English translation, because it's in French, an English translation of the song on the blog, but uh, Edith Piaf was pretty universal in how she expressed things. So here's the whole song, Param Param by Edith Piaf. Thank you so much for you guys for sticking with me on this. Um, congratulations to everyone who uh, did stuff for National Podcast Post Month, be it for the whole month or a day or late or early or whatever. Um, God bless all you guys for listening to these podcasts for that project. Um, this was a really great thing. This was really fun. And I made it. Yay! So thanks again. And take care. Cette terre qui m'obsède jour et nuit, cette terre n'est pas née d'aujourd'hui. Il vient d'aussi loin que je viens, 
traînée par cent mille musiciens. Un jour se terme de la folle, sans voix j'ai voulu dire pourquoi, mais il m'a coupé la parole. Il parle toujours avant moi Et sa voix couvre ma voix Padam, padam, padam Il arrive en courant derrière moi Padam, padam, padam Il me fait le coup du souviens-toi Padam, padam, padam c'est un air qui me montre du doigt Et je traîne après moi comme une drôle d'erreur Cet air qui sait tout par cœur Il dit rappelle-toi tes amours Rappelle-toi puisque c'est ton tour Il n'y a pas de raison pour que tu ne pleures pas Avec tes souvenirs sur les bras et moi, je revois ce qui reste Mes vingt ans font battre tambour Je vois s'entrebattre des gestes Toute la comédie des amours Sur cette terre qui va toujours Padam, padam, padam Des je t'aime de 14 juillet Padam, 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 des toujours qu'on achète au rabais. Padam, 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 des veux-tu en voilà par un paquet. Et tout ça pour tomber juste au coin de la rue, sur l'air qui m'a reconnu. Écoutez le chahut qu'il m'a fait Comme si tout mon passé défilait Vous gardez du chagrin pour après J'en ai tout un seul peine sur cette terre Qui bat, qui bat comme un cœur oh 